Nestled deep in the Cache National Forest lies a collection of cabins that is perhaps one of the most haunted hotspots in North America. Locals call this mysterious place in Logan Canyon the nunnery. What started out as a summer vacation spot turned into a storm of paranormal activity. The legends surrounding St. Anne's Retreat are plentiful, but are they true? Stay tuned. Destination Mystery presents Case File 34. listening to mystery media group yay we are excited to have some guests with us tonight we have mason hi everybody how you doing we have tyler hey all we have cosette hello with not so cozy crimes (laughs) we are extremely grateful that mason joined us tonight he is the reason that we got into this place (laughs) we were so excited i've never been so excited in my life So if you're from Northern Utah, and in fact, probably anywhere in Utah, maybe even anywhere in the Western United States, you've heard of this really creepy place up in Logan Canyon that people refer to as, dun, dun, dun. The nunnery. Or (laughs) St. Anne's Anne's Retreat. Retreat. I mean, people sneak up there all the time, but that's not our thing. We don't like to do that. We've never done that. I haven't. I actually haven't, so. <laughs> I follow all laws and rules of the land, so I've never, ever done that before. That's what I've heard. You're an upstanding gentleman. It's switched ownership probably at least three times since I've lived here, maybe even four. And so it's just been a hard thing to try and get a hold of the owners to say, hey, can we just come in and do an investigation? But Thanks to Mason, we were able to get in this time. And he brought his crew, which was really fun to meet all them and hear their experiences. You know, I heard so many stories about this place. I didn't grow up here, but I started hearing stories as soon as I moved here about 21 years ago. You never really thought maybe there's some truth to it, because as you learn in folklore, that most stories come from some sort of truth. There's some truth behind the stories that get invented, but I thought there's no way that all this can be true. But maybe a lot of it is. Wait, I have a question. Yes. The stuff that you're going to show us, none of us have heard it besides you, right? Correct. Okay. I have some new stuff. By the way, did any of you go through your pictures and find anything? I went through them, but I didn't, I didn't get anything cool. (laughs) I didn't either. I was really disappointed. Once in a while, we'll capture something that we didn't even know was it. And sometimes it takes me five times before I see it. But but I did get some audio. I got some really good audio. 
Mason, do you want to give a brief history about the nunnery or St. Anne's Retreat? Yeah, um, you can give a little bit of the history. Yeah, so a while ago, I don't know dates exactly, but I know at one point the St. Anne's Retreat was bought by the Catholic Church and used as a, a nun's retreat. It was also for wayward nuns, so nuns that got pregnant and needed abortions or people that we're starting to have faith struggles is what I learned. And so it was that for a long time, as well as it was bought by somebody else who used it as a retreat for celebrities. Marilyn Monroe stayed there at one point. Um, I've heard rumors of a president that stayed there at one point. After that, new ownership came and it kind of just got, went run down. No one took care of it. No one really put money into it. And so that's kind of the history behind it. There's a story of what happened in the 90s where a group of kids went up there. The security guards that were working at that point tied them up, put them in the pool, and held them at gunpoint. And there was this, it was on the news. It was a big deal. Cops had to go up there and defuse the situation. But a lot of people that, that had that experience ended up traumatized and said that they, they felt things they never felt before in the paranormal aspect of things. I heard those same stories clear up here. Actually, we were camping in Yellowstone National Park or near there. And the kids were telling these same stories. It is a cabin all by ourselves in the middle of nowhere. A bunch of us were snowmilling. So they ended up sleeping with the lights on, the big pansies. <laughs> One of the other stories we heard was there was abortions that took place up there. Or they would have the baby and the, the nuns would throw it in the pool. And supposedly there was a spot in the pool that if you stood, you could hear the babies cry and it was colder right there. That was an additional story that I heard while we were camping. Um, there's other names for this as well. There is a name called Pine Glen Cove, Hatches Camp, Forest Hills, and then there's St. Answer Tree and it's all the same place. Yeah, it actually started out as Pine Glen Cove. And the Hatches owned the property at that time. The early 1910s. What about some of the folklore or some of the stories behind it? I was growing up, the story was a lady went up there for an abortion, but ended up having her baby. And then she drowned in the, the baby in the Logan River. And that if you would go up there at night, you would hear her tears. They didn't know if it was her tears or the baby's tears. That's what I was always told. There's another story where you would pull up to the bridge and... It was like you flash your lights or you turn your car off, you put your keys on the top of your car and you sit there and you wait long enough, nuns will come out and circle your car. I've heard that story. I've heard the hellhound story where there's, if you go up there, you hear dogs barking. Did you ever drive over to the bridge and flash your lights? I have done it once. Nothing <laughs> really happened, but it was creepy still. It was pretty intense. Yeah, I would definitely say the vibe up there is, is is a heavy, heavy vibe. And it's different when you pass that bridge, I would say. Yeah. So I was wondering what was the witch that comes down the stairs. I forgot what her name was. We we thought that Jeff told us her name was Whitica, which witch Whitica, but it's actually yeah. it's actually Witch Hedica. With an H. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> we, no wonder we didn't see her. I know. So Cosette <laughs> and I went back the next day. Well, we were with Mike and Tyler too, but we went back the next day just to take photos that we went into the lodge and shut the door and called her. And we're, we were hoping she would come down <laughs> the stairs, but nothing happened. 
But then I realized, oh, we were calling her by the wrong name. She's probably pissed. So maybe we need to try the right name next time. Yeah, probably. See, I work up on campus and I did some research at the Fife Folklore Library. There are tons of documented accounts or and stories and all sorts of things about St. Anne's Retreat. In fact, the two biggest sections of the folklore library up there are on St. Anne's Retreat and Sasquatch. But I learned that there are over 50 different versions of the folklore behind the retreat and over 25 different versions of the Witch Hedica legend. But they're all basically the same just told in a different way. So you kind of told about the nuns that supposedly were there to give birth to their babies, give them up for adoption, abort them. It wasn't and just nuns, wasn't it? Wasn't it some wayward children too? Could have been. That's I what know. I always heard. They sent their kids off to have the babies so they weren't embarrassed. Very, oh, wait, I think I've heard that before too. Very possibly, oh. yes. Like Tyler said, it did start out as Pine Glen in the early 1900s. They used it as a vacation property and they actually donated it to the Salt Lake City diocese. And the diocese operated as a vacation getaway for the nuns and the priests in the mid 20th century. There were some suspicious deaths that occurred there. There's been no proof of any of these stories actually being true, according to the library, but like I said, there's always something behind a, a folklore legend, right? It was also known as Hatches Camp, which Tyler said, Forest Hills and St. Anne's Retreat. It was developed in 1910. In the 1950s, it was donated to the Catholic Church. It was originally offered to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, apparently. And then it was offered to Utah State University, but neither one of them wanted it. So the Catholic Church was able to use it for their vacation spot. They call them the Sisters of the Holy Cross. They just use it as a vacation getaway. But vandals would still kind of show up every once in a while, even when the nuns were there. And so this prompted the nuns to buy watchdogs that they kept up there. And they use these to help alert them of intruders and to help protect them. Oh, is that where the dogs come from? So that could be the story behind the hell. They call them hellhounds, I believe. Hellhounds, yeah. So that could be where that came from. And I also learned that the dogs would be kept in a woodshed on the mountainside. Now, if I remember correctly, when we were going past a shed on the mountainside, Michelle heard a growl. Do you remember that, Michael? Yeah, she heard, a, I guess, a howl or growl. But right then I was looking through my thermal imager and I saw something just a brief second come out of the trees and stand there. Right at the same time, she said she heard that. Was it on two legs? It looked like it, yeah. I was looking at it, and she says, did you hear that? I heard a growl right at the same time. But probably three times as I went around the corner of a building and as I was walking down the road, and then when I was up where Cosette saw that image, I heard dog tags jingle three different times. And it was about the height of a dog. And it was right behind me, and it was really close, but I had never heard the hound stories before. So I thought that was interesting. I didn't actually, know about that till afterwards. I actually captured an EVP, but it was a dog. <laughs> Do you want me to play right now? Play right now. We're in the story. Is he a jingling up there? 
It's not like a dog collar or something. But you hear me say, did you hear jingling? It sounded like a dog collar. Did you hear jingling up there? It's not like a dog collar or something. That's not a person? Uh-uh. It's none of us. And I actually, I had to really amplify this in order to hear it. Please. Here's the whistle I caught. Did you whistle? Did you whistle? I like a scream. Maybe it was a scream. Oh, man. I remember at the time thinking it sounded like a whistle. I don't know. Maybe it was baby cry. Damn oh. it, dog. <laughs> There's that dog bark I was looking oh, at. Oh, there it is. That dog bark sounded very real. Yeah, wow. <laughs> definitely hound to hell right there. That's definitely the he is. He's the pansy hound from hell. Okay, here was one of the stories, and this is probably the most popular story that goes around about St. Anne's. So the church supposedly used it for a getaway for pregnant nuns. And the nuns would be sent there to either give birth to their babies, give them up for adoption, have their babies aborted, or there are rumors that they were drowned in the pool or the Logan River. Uh, One story tells of a young nun that was sent there during the duration of her pregnancy, and the mother superior tried to talk her into giving her baby up for adoption. But the young nun decided that instead she would leave the church and raise a baby on her own. After giving birth to her baby, Mother Superior decided to take things into her own hands and drown the baby in the swimming pool. The young nun couldn't believe that she would do this and thought instead that she must have given her baby to another family for adoption or hid on the property somewhere. This young nun would roam the property looking for her baby boy. There are still reports today of people seeing the nun roaming on the property. Hey, Mason. Yeah. Did you have those two pictures? Was that you that showed them to me? Uh Uh-huh. Tell us about that. So those were taken both by close friends of mine. One's a realtor who was selling the property when it was, I think it was either the third or fourth hand that took it. As she was up there taking pictures, it was a normal day. And then she snapped the one by the smaller house. And she didn't notice it at first till she was editing back home. And then she's like, you have to check this out and send it to me. And I just got chills down my whole body. I was like, you edited that. Don't be dumb. And she's like, I swear on everything. I didn't touch it. That is straight from the camera. What ended up happening is that I'm getting posted because she sent the wrong picture to the company and they posted that on their website. So it was up on their website with this nun in the background. The other one was taken by my friend. Uh, his name's Gary. They snuck up there one night and were fooling around thinking they were funny. And they caught the eyes in the back. And the kind of the halo. You remember seeing that picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sent that to me too. And he's like, we're never going up there again. He said that they all had nightmares for a long time after that about it. Didn't you and your friends have a weird experience? Uh, yeah. It was me and a few friends. <laughs> we, were up there. we were kind of more scared of the authorities than the ghosts. But I just remember nothing happened. Nothing was going on. It wasn't the only thing scary was the swing set you could hear in the wind. But other than that, it was not that scary. And on the way out, one of my friends decided to walk through the swimming pool and she was standing between the middle. She was like in the middle between me and somebody else. And she fell face first and said somebody pushed her, but we, there, there was nobody there. But she hit it hard. It wasn't like a, like a trip over my feet. She like was pushed from behind and fell super hard. What was that? Yeah. Did you see something while we were up there? 
Yeah. So we were going around, around the backside. Everybody was ahead of me. I got left and I was scared. So I was speed walking and I saw just, it looked like a white sheet. Just turn around the corner. Cause I had just come around the same corner. So I peeked my head back to see what it was. There's nothing there. And we even went around the side of the building with the thermal. Michael did and didn't see anything. It, I went up the side of that mountain. There's a teeny tiny little barely of a trail that goes up the side of that hill behind that lodge. It is really hard to walk on, even with a bright flashlight. And we got to the top and there was a little, just a little spot where somebody could be standing and look over the whole property. From the picture that I saw the Mason had, that looks to be like where this person was standing. But if that was a human, they would have to know that, that property, like they'd lived there their entire lives because it was so hard to get up and down that hill. Well, not only that, so but they'd, hard. Leave a, they'd leave a heat signature that you would have been able to pick up on your thermal. Yeah, they would have left the heat signature. They would have made some noise because Curtis came up after me and he's pretty athletic and he was still having problems without <laughs> falling. So, Curtis. Well, he is related to me. <laughs> well, and so like, I, what I saw, it looked like a bride. It was all in white, what I saw. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to describe it, if I didn't know that was a nunnery, I would say it looked like a bride. With a veil over her face and everything. There was another story about a young nun who got pregnant by one of the priests at St. Anne's. And she ended up staying there to have her baby. And she was told she had to give up the baby for adoption. And then she had to leave St. Anne's because they didn't want the priest and the nun together. She really did not want to lose her baby and she just didn't want to live without the man that she loved. And so she ended up drowning her baby in the pool and then she hung herself in the room where the priest stayed. Any guesses as to what that room might be? The one I was in in the lodge. Top right hand corner of the lodge. But after (laughs) I heard that story, I got chills because I was like, okay, You basically heard a conversation between a man and a woman up there. Yeah. The woman was more of like, you guys need to leave, get out of here, run. Yeah. And the man was just very aggressive and he he was like telling her, yeah, to stop talking. Kind of. I wanted to play part of that Estes session that you did up in that room. I haven't even heard this. I know. But real quick, you were talking about the swing. Somebody was talking about the swing, swinging. Mm -hmm. I have a video of that. Oh, that's just the wind. This was, I was actually taking this and I was just panning around, just taking video. And I don't honestly don't remember if I even noticed this at the time, but as you can see, I didn't make much of it. But see how <sighs> there's only one movie. I was like, oh, that's just the wind. It was the wind, both the swings would be moving. Yeah. I thought that was a little interesting that only the one swing was swinging. <laughs> okay. So I want to play a little portion of the Estes session that Cosette did in the main lodge. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's where one person will take the spirit box with headphones and put noise canceling headphones over the top, go into a different room while the rest of the group stays back to ask questions. And she went up to the room on the top stairs to the right, where supposedly is where this um, aggressive male spirit likes to hang out. And we were all downstairs in the bottom floor of the lobby asking questions 
Um, we did end up having to send Curtis up there to, um, it's cause I was too scared. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was cause we couldn't hear everything she was yelling out, but yeah, that's what it was actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we'll call it. I've never been, I do those sessions all the time and I've never been more scared in my life. It was creepy up there. <laughs> so this is one part of the session. And I've never, I've never heard your guys' questions. Yeah. She doesn't even know what we asked. Can you knock on the wall for us? Yes. Hey. I don't know if that was a knock, but. Who are we running from? So Cosette was, you know, I'm guessing that was the woman telling us to leave, run, hurry. But right here, there was a little, and I'm not saying it was a knock on the wall. But yeah, it could have been that? anything, but it was pretty coincidental if that's what it was. Okay, here's one more from that Estes session. This was actually captured on a cell phone. I heard a girl scream. I heard a girl scream. How can we help you? Watch. Do you guys I gave him goosebumps. Holy cow, no. I gave him chills too. But nobody, nobody reacts to it. Nobody heard That's it at the time. Because it was like in somebody's phone directly. It was on my phone. Oh my gosh, I've said, oh, the one that was recording the whole session? Mm -hmm. So she got up really close to your phone. She must have been close to my Wait, phone. Wait, play that again. Okay. How can we help you? Oh. oh my god hey there's one more that i wanted to play same kind of thing oh my god it's the creepiest thing i've ever heard that was straight out of the conjuring and none of us heard it at the time we didn't even react to it okay here's the next one should we go to the east building <laughs> Why did that just go off? Yeah. Is somebody on the stairs? Oh. <gasps> That's like three words. What? Isn't that like uh, three words? What? That is the scariest thing I've ever heard. Should we go to the East Building? <gasps> Why did that just go off? Yeah. Is somebody on the stairs? <laughs> Any ideas as to what that says? It kind of sounds like it says help us at the end, like the last two words. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard help. I thought I heard help yeah. as well. I, like it's like, ah, help us. Play it again. Yeah. Yeah, I hear help. Could us be help us. That Did is... it say God help us? Oh, oh my god. Maybe it did. <laughs> no. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, look at, I have such chills. <laughs> One other story that I wanted to share real quick before I finish these uh, EVPs is a story that I had never heard, but it was in the folklore library and I found it pretty interesting. So this story is about some nuns that were staying up at their retreat. It was during the winter. It happened to be a really, really bad winter. And they were just staying up there and a gentleman from town was bringing them supplies once a week because they couldn't really get out to do it themselves. 
And there was two weeks where the conditions were so hazardous that he wasn't able to make it up there. When he finally got there, he found all of the nuns frozen to death. There was supposedly like 13 of them. And their bodies had been chewed up by the dogs that had lived there. I've never heard that. Have you, Mason? I've never heard that before. That and almost seems more plausible to me yeah. than some of the other stories. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds very plausible. That well, could have been part of the folklore behind the hellhounds, too. And there's 13 of them. <laughs> that the story said 13 nuns. Yeah. Of course it's 13. Of course it's 13. <laughs> you want to talk about kind of what you heard in that room? I remember getting really sick. The stairs, the motion sensor. Mm-hmm. I just went off so many times while we were. Yeah. How? It's me. Uh, was it Isaac? Is that his name? Yeah. I was just going to bring that up when we oh. asked who's with us tonight. And on the box, it said Isaac. And then the stair, the motion sensor went off. Didn't Isaac say something before we went in there? He's like, I just have a feeling it's going to say my name or if it says my name. He said, I knew it was going to say my name. Yeah, I remember that. If you guys hear anything you want to jump in, feel free. But I'm just going to go through these. We have several cameras that might be able to pick up your image if you... There's a little blurb right at the end, right there. Does it say cameras? I don't know what it says, but it's quick. We have several cameras that might be able to pick up your image if you... Camera. I don't know what I don't know. Maybe. Cameras? Okay, here's the next one. We can hear you. Can you say hello so we know that's you? Hello. Said hello. We can hear you. Can you say hello so we know that's you? Hello. I hear hi. See, I hear hello, but <laughs> I'm old and deaf, so I could be totally wrong. Can you tell us why you were here? That's scary. It's something like the Bible and then something's mad at it for saying something. I heard right here, I heard God. I don't know what this says after that. What? But it sounds like they're kind of angry. I don't know. It sounds like they're mad. That's a scary voice. That's a scary voice that I heard. I heard God right here again. Okay. So tell me what you Is that not say Bible? To me, I hear two different voices. Yeah, me too, for sure. I'm hearing Bible and God. But it sounds like you said there's two voices that are kind of talking to each other. Wait, play one more time. Can you tell us why you were here? Quit reading. Quit reading the Bible. That's what it sounds like. Interesting that you capture the word Bible and God, though. Look, look at me. One, two, three, four, five. Quit reading the Bible. Could you come touch this green light for us? Are you scared of the green light? You don't have to be. <laughs> what? What the heck is that? So right here, it, it does say no, and you'll hear Mason say no right here. And then I you hear a what? giggle. You hear oh, a it's giggle. a giggle. That's what I hear. Or a baby I hear, cry. I hear a giggle. Could you come touch this green light for us? Sit down. Are you scared of the green light? You don't have to be. 
It's a giggle for sure. That's creepy. Here's the next one. Did you live here at one time? Yes. Where did you yes. live? Yeah, this would be jail. What? So Mason's repeating what it's saying word for word. He's got it all right from what I can hear. Did you live here at one time? Yes. Where did you live? Yeah, just for peace. Jail. So interesting thing about the jail. Let's see, I have another one, I think. It's crazy how much it responded to me, too. It was just yeah. like... Maybe you felt comfortable because Mason's been up there. Yeah, maybe it felt comfortable talking to you, Mason. Because you've been up there. I'm an easy guy. Easy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody talks to Mason. True. You are very <laughs> likable and people like to talk to you. That is true. Okay, here's another one. What do you want us to know? Just a jail. Was there a jail here? So right here... I hear east again. Again, this does say jail, and Mason repeats that. What do you want us to know? To say jail. Was there a jail here? We were talking about the east building. Oh yeah, we kept talking about. And this. I remember Mason, you saying how much you guys did not enjoy going to the east building. Uh -huh. That's right. You do you think that there's a possibility that that's where they kept the bad girls, people that were in trouble and it felt like jail? It could be the disciplinary building. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I can see that being a possibility. One of those buildings on the east side, I don't know if it's the same one you're talking about, but underneath had a little doorway. And if you crawled through that doorway, it opened up into a small room that was completely enclosed in stone. Did you guys see that? Like when you're in solitary confinement? It had been dug out of the ground and completely encased in stone and cemented in, and it had a little teeny doorway. Oh, that's creepy. I think I have a picture of it. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. I mean, getting the word jail and east in two different segments is yeah. kind of compelling. Okay, so the story behind this one, when we left the lodge, I left my EVP recorder up on the stairs and this is what it captured i couldn't tell that it had captured anything other than this melissa yeah. what time was that in the building like what time does it say when you left it in there is there any kind of time stamp on it well it would have been somewhere between like 10 30 and midnight because you remember when i told you when i came out of the building and I saw the back of a head disappears. Oh, yeah, yeah. It might have been at the same timestamp as the footprints. I mean, I oh, could go creepy. back and look for sure on the timestamp, but it was after we had done the session in the lodge. And then I went back in later and got it. Let's listen to this one. What do you need help with? Felt like a girl and a guy at the end. So I hear help on this one, but I'm not sure what these others say. What do you need help with? 
I hear witch. I mean, there's the story about witch Hedica. Oh, I guess that's true. I I think I hear help. What? What do you need help with? Yeah, I hear witch. Sorry, this might be loud at the beginning. Our main goal here today is to find out who's still here. Can you tell us your name? My name. Sounds like my name. Here's when uh, Jeff walked into the room. We've got Jeff here with us. You might recognize him. He is here to help take care of the property and make sure that everything is working smoothly. Jeff, Jeff? I don't, it sounds like his name at the end, but there's like three different voices here. Yeah, I heard Jeff. Jeff, the voice. It's almost like a girl saying Jeff, and then the boys were like, Jeff, Jeff. But they would have been familiar with his, him being there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Can you tell us why you're still here? Boy. I thought this one was interesting, and I'll tell you why when we're done. So let me go back. Mason asked, can you tell us why you're still here? Can you tell us why you're still here? Boy. And I do hear boy. And in the story that I got from the folklore library, the nun who supposedly drowned her baby did have a baby boy that she was looking for. Oh, so I found that interesting. Okay, this one is right at the very beginning where we're all introducing ourselves. And what I like to do when I start a session is just let the spirits know why we're here, what our intentions are. And I say, you know, we give them our names and hopefully that that'll make them more comfortable to talk to us. There's like a little EVP in here right after Mason starts talking. It's kind of quick. It's hard to hear, but it, there's a man that speaks up right about here. You guys need to take me more often then. That's what it sounds no, like. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, for real. Where are you? There's... Can you walk down the stairs? I hear downstairs and I hear oh down. I heard the stairs, but it could be downstairs. I hear downstairs and then I hear the very last one I hear down. Where are you? It's definitely stairs. Yeah. Stairs. Can you walk down the stairs? Yep. And that's where emotion center was, right? Yep. Here's another one. Can you tell us your name again? You- I don't so know long. what that says, but it's that same deep voice. Can you tell us your name again? Get out of here, bitch. That's exactly what I hear. <laughs> Sounds like. There's one more from this session. The box that I'm holding in my hand will allow us to hear you. If you want to try and talk. Um, it's a very clear. Hello. I hear something right here too. Oh, do you? Yeah. The box that I'm holding in my hand will allow us to hear you. If you want to try and talk. Um, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely something talking right here. It's not you guys. Could be something mixed in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is the few that we captured in the pool. Are you the nun that killed your baby? Right here at the end, you hear something that sounds like maybe a cry. Oh, yeah, like it's sad. <sighs> yeah. Are you the nun that killed your baby? Wait, Wait what was that? I don't remember hearing that the first time. Are you the nun that killed your baby? Wait, it wasn't there. I literally said, yeah. It's gone now. I literally Did anybody it. else hear that? What? Do any of you have a woman in your room? There's nobody in here with me. Did you guys hear that? Are we the only ones that heard that? We just heard a woman say, yeah. Are you the nun that killed your baby? And now it's not there. It's like, oh my gosh, that's weird. Wait, I wonder if you go back and replay this and hear if they yeah. hear it too. Anyway, there's like, a, oh my gosh, that's scary. That was weird. So this sounds like a little cry error or something to me. Is there anybody here with us? Is that a scream? Why are you screaming? Listen, let me listen to this section right here. Okay. Is that a scream? Mm. It's like a hum. It's like, or like a cry. We Ew, were, that's creepy. We were in the pool. I don't, I don't like that one at all. Here's the next one. We can help you. What can we do to help you? Do you need help finding your baby? <gasps> oh, weird. It might be feedback, feedback from the mic. You know, talking oh. about the the amplifier. Not possible. Oh, yeah. the parab. Oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. What's your name? Oh my gosh, did you hear that? Wait, what was that? Like a kid. Okay, so it's not as noticeable, but I obviously reacted to it pretty strong. It gave me chills when I heard it. It's this right here. What's your name? Oh my gosh, did you hear that? Sounds like a little kid. I think it says help. Oh, maybe. Oh my gosh, did like you a hear scream. that? Oh, that's like weird. But I remember it giving me chills. I know you don't need to stay here. Is that you at the end? Yeah, I went, oh. Because I heard this. Let's say, help me. Well, I think this is me going, because oh. I heard this. The time to me, it sounded like either a really loud cry or a, kind of a scream. One more, Michael. Do you remember when you guys were in the basement of the other bigger cabin? Mm -hmm. With the wraparound porch? Mm -hmm. Michelle, this came from her video camera. I don't know. It's hard to hear, but let's play it. You can kind of hear, I think it might be Curtis in the background. There's two that almost sound like full sentences. And this was not captured on the EDP recorder or the spirit box. This is just on her camera. So this is somebody in the background right there. Yeah, but, but there's like something really right before it. Yeah. And right here too. I don't know. I just found that very interesting because it was captured on the camera. Well, just so. like the other one. Ooh. One experience that I had that I wanted to share, and Tyler was with me during this time, but we went back into the main lodge right before we left. I was going to go in there to get my recorder, 
when we walked up to the porch, Tyler, do you remember hearing like somebody was banging around in there? Yes, I do remember that. That okay. was freaky. We kind of stopped for a second and listened. <laughs> Didn't really hear anything. So then we opened the door and we saw a bat. Oh, that's when you guys started freaking out. A big out. bat. And so I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's what we heard was the bat. I started to head up the stairs. And then what happened? Flew on us. I just heard you guys screaming. We're like, what the hell's going on? I started screaming. All of us outside are like, what the? So the bat freaked us out. We went running out. But before I ran out, I I still was trying to get back up the stairs to get my EVP recorder. As I was just getting ready to go up the stairs, this felt like somebody rushed down the stairs on me, like just a big whoa. And it scared me so bad that I went running out. As I was running down the porch, I stood there for a second, just kind of trying to capture my, like my breath because it scared me. I heard a big growl in my ear. And then I kind of, I remember dropping to the ground just to get my bearings about me, but that freaked me out. I don't get freaked out very easy. That freaked me out. And the bat was not very funny. No, either. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bats. Was anyone there when we saw the light? Oh, yeah. Almost at the end. I'm just seeing it. It was, I was thinking, oh, maybe it was a headlight, but this was like on the mountain. Tell us what you saw again. It was about, I would say a hundred feet away from us. It just seemed like a little light and it stayed still. It was a white light that stayed still for about, I would say five, six minutes afterward. It kind of like was fading out, you know, turning off and off. And then eventually it just turned off. We didn't understand what was going on. It was a little strange. It was a whole ton of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Mason, for getting that set up for us. Thank you. I'm really glad we got that chance. It was recently sold, so who knows if we'll ever get to go back again. Would you say, because of your experiences up there, that maybe some of these folklore stories might have some truth behind them? Yeah. I definitely saw that there are definitely something up there, whether people have brought that energy. I don't know a ton of that. Um, I, I did meet somebody that, that they mentioned something about how Overly aggressive that the security guards were. Yeah, I've heard that same thing. The security guards being overly aggressive. Yeah, because they were sick of people breaking mm-hmm. onto the property. Or Whether something. they were possessed or, yeah. The experience that I had with that presence rushing me on the stairs, it definitely felt to me like it was a male presence, a dominant presence that was trying to scare me, that was trying to get me out of there. And it, I got angry. I was like, you're not going to be pushing me around. So I felt myself get really angry. It, it, it pissed me off, to be quite honest. I could feel myself getting pretty upset by that. So it's possible that the same thing happened to those guards. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for getting that set up for us. And hopefully we can do it again at Albion. Yeah. If you enjoy our show, please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. We will be introducing other Mystery Media Group guests in our upcoming episodes, along with weekly bonus material. If you'd like to see more pictures and evidence from our adventures, visit www.destination-mystery.com. You'll find a link to our blog, as well as a link for merch and contact information. Until next time, find your own destination. Solve the mystery. This is a production of Mystery Media Group. Yay!